Are you struggling to make a podcast? You don't have the content? Well, let me help you. This is THD Country Nerd 252. What I did, I was in the same position, just struggling, didn't know where to go. So I found about the Anchor app. The Anchor app was simple. Download it from the iTunes app or Google Play. That way, our Anchor it allows you to create content, record the podcast, and it easily help you distribute to every podcast platform. Take it from me, easy content. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to D Country Nerd 252 Podcast. Today's episode, we're going to talk about how I'm rooting for the underdog. Now, you know, in life, there's no bigger, better story than the underdog winning. You know, somebody who you're shaking on, then all of a sudden, boom, they catch fire out of nowhere, and it's on. Now, these playoffs, there's a few teams that are the underdogs. And I can see them making a little, cause a little trouble, make a little noise. Now, last month, now, as we saw the Pelicans and Spurs, now the Pelicans gave the Spurs the business. Okay? So now they got to play the Clippers. And I will say, whoever wins that game is going to cause teams some problems, cause Phoenix some problems. Now, I know Phoenix has the best record in the NBA. Chris Paul is the best point guard in the NBA because he sets up all his teammates, makes great assists, can give you a couple of rebounds, he gets easy shots for his teammates. And plus, in his, his mid-range game, he can get real nasty with it. But think about the Pelicans. You know, Willie Green. He's an outstanding coach. Brandon Ingram, who's an aspiring, who keeps ascending in the superstar status. I mean, dang, I can't even pronounce his name. Jonas Machuyachik, something like that. He's actually pretty good. And probably the biggest steal in the trade, CJ McCollum. Now, let's give some credit to him. You know, I was watching first take today, and something caught my mind. And it was something Jay Williams said. Now, he said Brandon Ingram was a better mentor. Excuse me. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know me. I get frustrated when I'm tongue-tied. Uh, hear me again, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. Feeling a little bit under the weather. Bear with me. But you know I love you guys. Thank you for being patient. Whenever I get frustrated, I get tongue-tied. Okay. So he said C.J. McCollum was a better mentor to Brandon Ingram than LeBron James. I was like, wow, first I thought that was blasphemous because LeBron James is the ultimate leader. But I understood what he was saying. You know, <clears throat> excuse me, playing with LeBron James has a lot of expectation. Championship or bust, that's how great he is. And of course, when LeBron loses, you don't hear any shots, you're going to get scapegoated. Now, I don't think anybody wants to, I don't think anybody wants that kind of smoke, especially a young player. So playing with CJ McCollum, who's a damn good player, quiet leader. And the thing is, I I, I question Portland. I mean, you literally gave CJ to New Orleans because you thought that was gonna be a bad team. They weren't gonna do anything this year. But yet, now they're in a play-in. And they had the chance to be the number eight seed. 
And another thing about C.J. McCollum, I think people now understand his value. I think him leaving Portland was the best thing that happened to him. So now, I would say this, just think about it. Can you imagine if Philadelphia got C.J. McCollum? That would be a better lethal combination than James Harden and B. Because I've seen C.J. McCollum in the postseason. He dropped 37 in Game 7 against the Denver Nuggets just a few years ago. He is clutch. He could... All the stuff that you fear about James Harden in the postseason, you don't have to worry about with C.J. McCollum. So I think Philadelphia really fucked up. They should have got C.J. McCollum. You know, I, I would love to have a James Harden because he's one of the most prolific scorers in NBA history. But if I could get somebody like CJ who can give me 25 or 8, who brings leadership, who can calm the troops down, I'll take that. Right? Who else would take that? So, I am rooting for the Pelicans selfishly because I want them to see them against the Suns. So I think that would be an interesting series. Now for the Clippers. For them, I think Tyloo is proving just how outstanding, outstanding coach he is. I mean, his first year as a Clippers coach, they go to the uh, Western Conference Finals. And this year, the Kawhi out the entire season. And Paul George, even though he came back, he was out majority of the season. They have a chance to make the eighth seed. Now, they gave Minnesota a run for their money because it took D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards putting on an absolute show and Patrick Beverly playing the game of his life to survive the Clippers. And that's with Reggie Jackson playing bad and Paul George played somewhat bad. He was he was he wasn't efficient when he needed to be. So they're probably riding off that momentum. So it follows New Orleans. I wouldn't sleep on the Clippers. Because you, cause you know they're going to be mad as hell. And they're not going to appreciate all that, celebra- all that celebrating shit that Patrick Beverly did. That's that bulletin board material right there. Now let's get to the East. You know, I thought Charlotte was going to make the game competitive. Because I believe in LaMelo Ball. I like his team around him. But it's just something missing about that team. What boy, oh boy. The Atlanta Hawks. They started off terrible in the season. Made a nice season run. They beat the brakes off the Hornets. I mean, Trey Young is ascending to superstar status. Got was top, top five, top ten in points and assists. I mean, and now they have to play Cleveland, and Cleveland's feeling pretty good. Cleveland was losing by 20 to Brooklyn, and they made the game competitive. So if I was Atlanta, I wouldn't get cocky. Because Cleveland ain't afraid of you. They're just not. So if I was Atlanta, I, I would be ready. That's not going to be no easy. That ain't going to be no easy game. Cleveland will fight. But as the Hawks in general, boy, I'm impressed with Trey Young. What he has done for that team, 
The fact that there was an Easter Conference Finals last year and they went to six games with the Bucks. And I will say, if they win the eight seed, they play against Miami. Now, I love Miami. You know, I'm a fan of Pat Riley. I love the coach on X Bolstra. I like Bam. I like Jimmy Butler. I like their bench. But I just feel like there is something missing in Miami. I, I don't know whether Jimmy Butler, I don't know whether he hasn't taken that next level yet because we saw him in the bubble those six games against the Heat. But that was the bubble, you know? But I, I don't know. The Hawks have the chance to upset the Heat. Now, I will say, as a guy who roots for the underdog, I would not be mad if it happened because that would be a great story. Because I'm pretty sure Atlanta wants to prove that they're no fraud. Trayon wants to prove, hey, I want at least I'm in the conversation for top five players in the NBA. Hey, I may not be athletic and jump out of the gym like John Morant, but uh, I'm at least I'm into an Easter Conference Finals. You know, I think he has a lot that working for him. So I would say so far I'm enjoying the playoffs and I am rooting for the underdog. Now, but underdog has the most chance to win a championship? I will say Atlanta. Because Nick McMillan's coaching, they're still a, they're still a young team. Trey Young, he's relatively healthy. He can score. He can assist. Drive to the basket, hit free throws. I like I like their three point shooting with Gallinari and Herder. I like John Collins, who's a walking double double who can give me 18, 16, and can play defense. I just like that team, the energy they have, and they play together. They don't play a lot of dumb basketball. So if there's any team. There's to be the Cinderella story who can shock everybody and win it all. I'm going with the Atlanta Hawks. Because a guy like me, I love rooting for the underdog. I think this will be the best underdog story maybe in sports history. There's no offense. There's nothing really sexy about Atlanta sports team-wise. I mean, you got the Falcons. You blew a Super Bowl lead. I mean, yeah, the Braves won the World Series, but it's the Atlanta Braves. Nobody really cares about them. Then you got the Hawks. With this team, with Trey Young, who has a chance to be the new face of Atlanta, if he brings a championship to Atlanta, he could surpass Michael Vick, Julio, and primetime Deion Sanders as their face of Atlanta, and even Julio. That's what he really can do. So, that's the team I'm rooting for to be the quote-unquote underdog. And hopefully it happens. I will have no problem with it whatsoever. Now, I hope every team stays healthy, you know, and the quote-unquote basketball guys don't decide, hey, take this player out, take this player out, so Atlanta can cruise all the way to the finals and win. I just hope every team stays healthy. But you never know in the world of sports. It's all about the narratives.
So I'd like to thank you guys for listening to this episode. I love you guys. If you agree with me or disagree with me, hit me up on my Twitter, hit me up on my Snapchat. You know what to do. I love you guys. Never let society dictate how you should think or feel. Peace, spread positivity, spread love to everybody. I'm out.